Oh, hey, can I talk to you about something? You know when sure. You, you know when you went to the bathroom earlier? Yeah. Yeah. You left me alone in the room with Thomas, and he's a married man, and I'm uncomfortable with that. <laughs> what? Did he do anything? <laughs> he made me feel uncomfortable by existing in well, a room with me. Did you say something to him? Well, yeah. I asked him to leave, and he immediately did. <laughs> <laughs> what an He'll oh. probably never come back. <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> now we have no sound editor or whatever. <laughs> I don't think he got my joke. Hi, this is Caitlin. And this is Sharon. And welcome to Real Housewives on Real Housewives, where we unravel housewives' story threads and keep the tea flowing. So chic. Hold on to your bubbly. In today's episode, we're digging into Candace Dillard Bassett from Real Housewives of Potomac Season 7. So this is our first time doing Potomac, and Potomac is one of my favorites. Way back when, when we did a little game between the two of us where I listed <laughs> my favorite housewives. Actually, I guess it was just a game on my Season, side. Yeah. But I put Potomac as like my second favorite. I love Potomac. I always have. So going into this, I've seen Potomac from the beginning. Mm-hmm. But you've only seen this season. Yeah, I've only seen the season. And the only ones I knew going mm-hmm. in was um, Candace and Giselle from Ultimate Girls Trip yeah. 3. And now you can kind of see where they were at because Ultimate Girls Trip 3 takes place after this season. Yeah. So you can kind of see why there's that tension there between them, which is mm-hmm. interesting. Um, the other kind of interesting thing is, so because I have a history, there was a lot of people I was kind of like an apologist for. I was like, like, you don't know the history. Yeah. Like, she's really very nice. If you just, you know, if you just spent more time with her and you were kind of like, no, like yeah. she doesn't read well in this season. So we disagree on who we like this season, which will be yeah. kind of a fun take. <laughs> yeah, it is. Cause a lot of times we agree. And this exactly. time I was just like, I feel like I didn't like the people I was supposed to yeah. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And, and then it made me question who I liked. I had a real internal struggle. <laughs> like, well, I'm glad you am I so wrong? much of my opinion that exactly. like, if I don't agree, you're like, It's really oh heavy God. on my heart. <laughs> Candace is married to Chris Bassett. She was a Miss United States. She worked for the Obama campaign and during his presidency. She has her MBA and she's a singer and she's re-releasing Deep Space, her first album. And I actually really like her songs. Okay, they're they really good. on me. They do. I find myself humming them. I know. And I'm not going to lie. Yesterday, last night, I yeah. actually like looked up one of her videos so I could listen to it. And honestly, she I feel like she, she is talented. You know, like yeah. some of the housewives, no offense to them, but they're really auto-tuning and it's just their celebrity. <laughs> yeah. But she actually cares about singing uh-huh. and like really has honed her craft. So... Good for Candace. So our verses are Candace versus Giselle, Candace versus Ashley, and Candace versus Instagram Live. So let's start with Candace versus Giselle. Yeah. So this thing pretty much took up the whole yeah. season. It, even though beginning to end, yeah. the whole thing can be explained in two lines. <laughs> At the last reunion. <laughs> Giselle and Chris were going to talk. Mm-hmm. There's some discussion of who actually said, let's go talk in here versus yeah. here. They go into Giselle's room. room. Because she said there was beds. So mm-hmm. it was a room, like a hotel room, I'm guessing. Yeah. And then Giselle feels uncomfortable because he's a married man and yeah. she's alone in this room. Mm-hmm. And then there's some debate <laughs> if the door was open or not. And then so she asks him to leave. And does he? He does. He leaves. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And that's literally the end of the story. Yes. And it, and basically she's, 
There's a word that Candace uses later when they're talking at the winery about it. And she's like, you have malintent in how you're describing it. And I think that's the whole issue. The issue isn't what happened. It's the way Giselle Mm -hmm. is framing it. Because it's funny, we were kind of joking around. You're, you were mm-hmm. out and helping your triplets and your husband was in here. And I was like, you can't be in here because you're a married man. <laughs> and I can't have that for my reputation. But it's like, as I was just saying it, like we were laughing so hard because like it just sounds so weird in, in this day and age. The fact that like no one's going to make you marry the person. This isn't like, this isn't Bridgerton. It's not like you were alone in a room with the married man and now you have to marry that married man. Like no one was going to make Giselle marry Chris. (laughs) I just don't understand why it, it's such a big deal. Like what do you think was Giselle's end goal in bringing that up? You know, that is such a good question because I don't know. Okay. She didn't, (laughs) I guess, did she, do you think she really wanted him to apologize? Yeah, I do. You do think she Mm -hmm. did? See, I don't even know if she really cared about that. Yeah, maybe not. But I feel like she would have thought maybe he was put in his place a little bit. Like maybe it would take him down a peg. I could see that actually. So like, I think she wouldn't have like frowned on an apology. Okay, you know, that's a good point. (laughs) But like he kept saying, because I think Ray, Karen's husband at one point says, why don't you just apologize to Giselle? Like, why don't you just say like, I'm sorry that you felt uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And Chris is like, well, no, because I think that's admitting Mm -hmm. that something happened when it didn't. Like there was no intent there and nothing even happened. What am I apologizing for? And I'm on Chris's side. I am too. Because I love apologizing for things that weren't really my fault. Like, I'm great at that. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. sorry. But even still, I agree with him. It does make you look guilty to apologize for it. Like, it makes it look like, oh, even in Me Too, uh, make her feel like he did. But I I guess technically, but he literally did Mm -hmm. nothing. I mean, at some point, you have to be responsible for your own feelings. Exactly. That's what I think, too. Because it's one of those things where it's like, just because she felt that way doesn't mean he's responsible to fix it either. Right. Um, also, the other thing that I was thinking, so Candace and he had been on this IVF journey through this season, mm-hmm. and you can see it's really hard on her, like initially the stress and everything. Yeah. She doesn't get a good result and has to do it again. I also feel like she's going through a roller coaster of emotions if she's taking all those hormones and yeah, everything. That's true. And so I felt like she actually handled herself really well considering that because she's flown off the handle in other seasons about mm-hmm. lesser things. So the fact that she kept saying, I don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not entertaining this. This is just nuts. Like, it almost made me believe also her and Chris more that there really was nothing there because they both were just like, I'm not even going to, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, I'm not entertaining this. And when there's something to hide, you're often a little bit angrier. Yeah. Maybe a little more defensive. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. I, it was just so dumb. And yeah, I think so I probably dumb. would have eventually flipped out yeah. and been like, nothing happened. Exactly. You know? But she didn't. She kept <laughs> no, her, Even she, at the reunion. Yes. She kept her cool. I mean, yeah. they were mad, but. Yeah. But. Yeah. But like she called him sneaky. Yeah. What did he do that was sneaky? Sneaky, again, that yeah. is, that is saying there's malintent. Yeah. And I do, I think there is something about like, once you put that out there, yeah. you know, it is kind of. You can't take it back. Out there. And Candace multiple times through the season with different things said, if you were my friend, why wouldn't you just come mm-hmm. to me with this? Again, if Giselle was really uncomfortable, she wouldn't have waited until they picked up filming again after the reunion to say, hey, this is a huge problem. And I've been so uncomfortable about it. Yes. She would have immediately said, hey, this was, and she did tell Robin this was a little bit weird. So something uh-huh. stuck out to her as weird. But I, I just think it's a whole lot of nothing. If you don't like Chris, that's fine. <laughs> but you don't have to like make him sound like a bad guy yeah. either. All right, so the other verses that completely piggybacks off of this, in fact, it kind of kicked off the Giselle thing, 
is Candace versus Ashley. So then at the end, we can say who wins. But I think mm-hmm. let's go ahead and put these two together because they run together. So yeah. Ashley gets a DM on Instagram from Chris at 2.42 in the morning. Okay, this is important, I think. It was an Instagram story, which means it's that little picture. I feel like I'm explaining it. <laughs> and then you get on the gram. <laughs> Let me explain how the gram works to y'all. Okay. <laughs> and I just aged us. <laughs> it's moved our age group up. But essentially, it's the moving stories that you can comment yeah. on. But when you comment, it's not like when you comment on a picture and it goes directly below the picture. Mm-hmm. It goes to you in a direct message. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it looks like a direct message, but it is responding to something you put out there. So I think that there's a difference between that yeah. and someone just going, hey, I'm going to message you directly and be like, hey, girl, what's up? Yeah. You know? And so she got a DM from him and it said, should have come to the W. And it was on a story where she and her friend we're like goofing around at some other restaurant, mm-hmm. some other bar. Okay. It turns out he's the general manager at the rooftop. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like as a general manager, he was probably in charge of their social media. Mm-hmm. He saw her there. He knows she draws fans and stuff. And he was like, hey, you should have come here. Oh, exactly. Get his name out yeah. there. Even if someone reads exactly. it. Exactly. You know? But yeah. Ashley took that to mean <laughs> he was slipping into her DMs yeah. and like hitting on her essentially. These women no. just think so highly of themselves. <laughs> no, for real. Like, I've never made this I'm mistake. almost embarrassed for them. I mean, I guess they're good looking. They are good looking. They are. But So maybe it's, I guess it's a problem I just personally don't have. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't have this issue where I think men are hitting on me. No, and I feel you know, but I'd rather I not. Are we the Debra? But it's more embarrassing to think they're hitting on you when they're not. I think that is much worse. I think it's better to be safe and just assume nobody yeah, likes you. I agree. That's, that's, that's where I've been operating from all these years. It's just amazing I'm there. If they like you, it's all in. Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> it becomes worse because there's the spring fling party. Which is hilarious because it's barely spring. It's barely fling. It's at this Mexican restaurant. It rains, like pouring rain. Karen has this party and it's just awkward across the board. So many awkward interactions are happening. (laughs) Apparently other ones that we even didn't even know are happening are happening. And it is one of my favorite Bravo footage moments ever. (laughs) What happens is Ashley's friend, (laughs) Deborah, says that Chris hit on her. And so they keep showing because later when they're at the burn session, Mia will also say, yeah, he kind of hit on me too. Mm-hmm. And so the, it's just put out there that Chris is hitting on all these women. Okay. The Bravo footage that they keep showing, they'll show Chris looking completely in opposite directions or at his phone, completely disinterested. And then the little like, you know, bottom third of the screen says, Chris, not looking at Deborah. Chris, not looking at Mia. <laughs> it <was Like>, awesome. <laughs> like, it's my favorite. It's like, you know if Bravo could have found footage to back it up, they oh, would yeah. They love a scandal. Like, they're huge yeah. on that. They couldn't find Chris hitting on anybody. He <laughs> <laughs> looks like he doesn't even want to be at the party. I he looks know. bored. And yet Deborah's saying he was hitting on her. So, <laughs> and he, also she says that Eddie was hitting on her too. Yes. And Eddie, and then they called him Happy Eddie. <laughs> and at first I was like, wait, who's she talking about? Because the season's yeah. new to me. Eddie is so adorable. He's so, adorable. so cute. So cute. I mean, he's hot. Yeah, and some people smile a lot. Yeah. I do. I tend to smile. My a brother lot. is a huge smiler, yeah. and he's had awkward interactions. He's like, why do you <laughs> yeah. smile so much? So don't go hang yeah. around Ash. Exactly. No, Deborah don't hang Ashley. around at Deborah and Ashley. <laughs> but it's like, so she said that Eddie was also hitting on her because he was 
like quote smiling a lot. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> It's like, to, do people usually frown when they look? Right, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, come on. Like he, he and you know, like, what's funny. The conversation that Deborah relays yeah. that Chris had is like, <laughs> so well, he said dull. his name is Chris. And he said, there's a lot of people named Chris. Yeah. I don't even know. It was well, she said like my conversation. Has, yeah. It's like he, she said that. Okay, she said he introduced himself to her, but I think it was the other way around, if I remember correctly. So it's kind of like, hey, I'm Deborah. Hey, I'm Chris. Like, he's just being polite. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, hey, my husband's name is Chris. And he's like, yeah, there's a lot of Chris's in the world. Like, you know. <laughs> That's like the most. It's like he was bored. He didn't know what to say. answer you could Because, give, again, what do you say? I hate when people say that to you. Oh, yeah. I know a Caitlin. Like, great. I, I, <laughs> great. So do I. It's me. Like, <laughs> I mean, what's he supposed to say? Yeah. And like, she also said that he was like leaning on the bar at her. And if you look at the footage, he's like feet and feet and feet mm-hmm. away from her. And she's like, can you, can you know how you can just feel eyes on you? Yes. Well, did you actually see the eyes on yeah. you? Like, you can't just say I felt, because he kept looking at his phone. And there was a camera on it. The whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I like, felt those eyes. And even Ashley was kind of like, on a Watch What Happens Live, was kind of like, well, when I saw the footage, I mean, my friends would never lie, but yeah. when I saw the footage... It didn't exactly corroborate what she said. So I don't and know. This is what irritates me. Not only yeah. it's that she's so sure. Yes. She wasn't even There's like. There's no room for error. You no, know, it almost seemed like maybe yeah. he was. No, she was sure he's hitting on her. She was. And, yeah. Yeah. You're right. I think that that's kind of part of what it is because it's just so like it's it's feeding into this thesis that they have. Mm-hmm. And there's really no actual evidence, right. except for the fact that they're like, I'm very firm in my own yes. beliefs, even though I may have been drunk and not paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> it's just based on a vague feeling yeah. that they all had. And the problem, too, is Ashley comes off sounding real vindictive about it, because when they're mm-hmm. at the burn session, or the BS, as I like to call it, um, Ashley says, like, well, remember the pendulum swings both ways. It doesn't feel good, does it? I hate it. It's like, it oh, my God, that. that was so, ha, ha, uh, how do you like it when it comes yeah. back to you? And you know, yeah. I thought Candace made a really insightful point. I don't, were they in Mexico or, I'm not sure, mm-hmm. but they were, Candace said something like, you tell me these things, you come from a marriage that didn't have trust. Yes. I have a marriage with trust mm-hmm. and that's why I don't come at it like that. Yeah. And she said, I have really hope for you that you can have mm-hmm. a marriage with trust too. And I just thought that was so insightful. It made a lot of sense. I think it did. Because absolutely, like there's a point where Ashley justifies it too, where she says, mm-hmm. well, in my marriage, all these things were going down and mm-hmm. I don't want her to get pregnant with a guy who will then later yeah. cheat on her. Okay. That's your story. Yeah. That may not be Candace's story. And th- He's not cheating. He's not doing anything. Yeah. He's not even flirting. <laughs> and if he is, he's not good at it. The guy just wants to do like wordscapes on his phone. Hey, that's probably what he was doing. He was probably in the challenge and he wanted to win the little crown and move on with his life. But because the challenge starts on Friday. Exactly. And, and probably the party was on a Friday. So the other weird part about it is that Ashley and her friends, they call themselves the pretty young thing. They're out. They invite Giselle. So Giselle's like, okay, I, they clearly brought her to corroborate the fact of Deborah's story. So Deborah's all like, you know, explaining the story. And so then Deborah shows up at Karen's show, which in my notes I've been calling Karen Live. <laughs> <laughs> so Karen has this like, what does she call it? Uh, it's like an evening with the grand dog. Oh, but I wasn't yeah. sure if that was even the actual title. Like, I, I feel like we never know. got the official, like, there was all these working titles. Yeah, it was hilarious because they yeah. kept, like, a night with not Karen describing Huger. it because it's a million different things. And they couldn't, she's like, it's like a variety yeah. show. But it was like, a, that was a lot of variety. <laughs> Maybe too much variety. So, anyway, 
Robin points out Candace, or points out to Candace that Deborah's there, and that she's the Chris rumor spreader. It makes me feel so bad because I feel like such a bad person, but no, I love she's this a bad so person. much. So. <laughs> Deborah, okay, guys, can you please just go Google Deborah, Real Housewives of Potomac, right now? Because you have to see a picture of her. It's really, really, really important, especially her eyebrows. So she kind of has this look that you can't put your finger on. And I couldn't all season. It was like, huh, Deborah has an interesting, like, look. <laughs> so then Candace is like, when she sees Deborah, she's like, I do not acknowledge Sesame Street characters. They're make believe. They belong at Sesame Street next. Later, she's like, why on God's green earth would you bring this random Sesame Street character up to this place where I'm going to be? Go count some letters and numbers. Go do your ABCs. Go read a book to a child. Oh my God. She looks like a Muppet of some she, sort. After she said that, you can't not No, see or like it. that Avenue Q musical where all the people are also played by, they're singing puppets. I can't think of Deborah as a real human being, and I feel so bad. <laughs> I can't not laugh at it, and I feel awful because I'm the kind of person who believes in love I, and kindness. I wouldn't feel awful um, if she hadn't been I so love Sesame Street. cocky. You yeah, know? exactly. And, um, I love it later. Even one of them has said, like, called her, like, a four yeah. out of ten, and the other was one's eight yeah. out of ten. She was like, I think Candace and Wendy are eights. <laughs> Deborah's like a four and a half. And I actually thought that was interesting that the, <laughs> Candace would actually put a number yes, to it. Yes. Or no, so not true. Candace. Yeah, Mia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I wonder what she weighs herself. I'm guessing she's a ten. Oh, she's probably a ten. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she's got, she's Barbie chic or whatever <laughs> she was saying herself. But Oh, I don't know. It's just so frustrating because, like, I feel bad, but at the same time, I love Sesame Street. So, <laughs> I mean, I, if Deborah was on there, she kind of embraced it on Instagram yeah. and made a joke about it and had Elmo and Cookie Monster. So, yeah. I feel like, I feel like she's pretty thirsty to get on the show. I feel like she'll take whatever she can get, and I, I don't feel like she's necessarily even mad at the slight yeah. because it gave her her fifteen minutes of fame or whatever. Exactly. If so her storyline would have been way less. Exactly. If hadn't said yeah. That. And it is one of my more favorite moments. So you've got to yeah. give her that fact that, hey, like, she's in the narrative. <laughs> it worked for her. I don't know how you feel about Giselle. So, like, I always loved Giselle and Robin. But, you know, Giselle this season really I, – I, I noticed that I hadn't noticed before. She can't take a story forward the way it actually happened. Yeah, like because the like – the, In the winery. Oh, yeah. Like, I noticed that Ashley just said – well, you know, she kind of, Chris went up to Deborah and kind of, and now she does do this weird, like, arm thing that mm-hmm. I can't, because you can't see me doing it, but I'm doing a really great job of it. But it, she was trying to say she was leaning on the counter, and it was unclear what she was saying, because it was like, it was a terrible, like, what's that called? Charade? Yeah. She did an awful job. She would not win <laughs> charade. <laughs> but that's what she was trying to say. So Giselle runs right out to the bus to Robin and is like, so what I just heard is that Chris touched Deborah's butt and um, totally propositioned her. What? It was like, nobody yeah. said that. Yeah. So now I don't know how I feel about her because it's like, well, you can't just make up stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I, you know, I. Like she kept the story going. I kind of like Giselle mm-hmm. in the real, what do you call it? Ultimate Girls Ultimate trip. Yeah. And then. This one, I start out liking her, and then I just stop liking her. But yeah. here's the thing. I really like Robin. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to yeah, like Yeah, because they're kind of a package yeah, deal Yeah, so I kept trying to like Giselle. Yeah. And it's not that I – I don't hate her yeah. like I hate other houses. No. She just really got on my nerves. I think she was mm-hmm. so petty. Yeah. And she was – I just think she clearly wasn't yes. actually being real. I agree. And I know, I know there's a lot of stupid storylines, but hers yeah. were just – 
extra dumb to no, me. No, because it's like when you look at Candace's storylines, none of them are based of something that came out of something Candace did mm-hmm. or said or caused. It's A, all about Candace's husband, which isn't super fair. Yeah. And then B, Candace had nothing to do with any of what happened with Chris, which is why it maybe should have been discussed off camera. And the only reason the story continued is that Giselle wouldn't let it go. Yeah. And she kept like bringing the story forward and go, oh, what did Deb? Like she showed up at, she took Ashley's bait, mm-hmm. went to the meal and was like, oh, let me talk to Deb. I mean, yeah. It's like none of those stories would have continued if Giselle hadn't just stopped. Mm-hmm. And she couldn't stop on something that, again, what happened? Nothing. <laughs> it's like the bottom line, nothing. It's like, oh, Okay. So let's do Candace versus Instagram Live. So they're at the Greek restaurant in Miami. And Candace, when she showed up at the house, everyone had been a little bit, they'd been fighting. There'd been some pettiness going on. So she wasn't feeling great about the whole situation. So it turns out she'd gone on Instagram Live and kind of raged on the whole cast. And she was like, none of these ladies, I'm going to say ladies, but that's not what she said. None of these ladies are real. No one's loyal. Everyone's literally out for themselves. This was my favorite. They panhandle their businesses across town, like the panhandling. Word. I know. She's I like, like great. So like Robin's upset because Robin is the only one who'd had mm-hmm. Candace and Chris's back. She met with them in DC and was like, look, I Giselle's my best friend, but mm-hmm. I disagree. Like, she talked to me about this and I told her, yeah. this is not a thing. Don't make it a thing because it's yeah. not a thing. And so she really had, she was really supporting them. She kept like bringing actual like things that made sense. I don't know how to say that. Like, things that make sense. <laughs> uh, but, evidence or yes, logic? Yes, evidence. That's know. a good logic. word. Yes. See, like, so she kept showing up to conversations and saying, look, Chris did this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. He did all the right things. Because ultimately in this story, it's like, could Chris have done anything better? Oh, that's a good question. No, no, I don't think so. He went yeah. into the room to talk to her when she said, yeah. what's going on with you? I'll talk to you about it later. Yep. But can we go talk? Let's go talk. Can we go to your room? Because he didn't have a room yeah. and he didn't want to go to Candace's room. He mm-hmm. wanted to talk to Giselle. The second that she was uncomfortable, she said, leave. He left. Like, I don't think yeah. he could have done any Where would she prefer to have a private conversation? Right. In the middle of, I don't know. I, mean, I guess. In the middle of the hallway. It's not private. Yeah. Around some other married people, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, she thought her glam team was inside. Uh, come on. It's just dumb. What if one of them is married? Oh, that's a good – we should Google it. Give it a good. <laughs> <laughs> so Robin's feelings are hurt because she completely had Candace's back this yeah. season. And <laughs> but the way Robin goes about this is very childish. Yeah. Because what she does is she takes like – so we use this for playing back and like listening to our own mm-hmm. things. She had like a little speaker – which she hooked her phone up to and just played Candace's rant. Mm-hmm. So do you think it's a big deal? I don't. Okay. I can see why uh, Robin was upset initially yeah. because Candace makes these sweeping statements. Mm-hmm. However, I think when Kansas told Candace, I'm sorry. I keep saying Kansas. I'm so sorry. Can- I kind of like Kansas. It's cute. Candace. Well, I can't spell her name yeah. either. <laughs> See, I, I haven't spelled 20 different ways in my notes. throws yeah. me off. But when she told her, hey, you know, I didn't mean you or mm-hmm. I, you were the one who was loyal yeah. to me, I would have been like, okay. Because sometimes you say stuff like, I hate everyone. And, you know, clearly uh-huh. I don't have to be like, yes. Caitlin, asterisk, exactly. I'm excluding you. <laughs> Except for you. Yeah. Well, it's so, like they say that in marriage counseling all the time. Like you shouldn't say mm-hmm. every time you do this, yeah. you always, you never – it's like, but we all get mad and we all always and never. It's just like, it's kind of human nature. Yeah. And it kind of feel like that's what happens here. I was actually surprised that they were all so upset yeah. by that. 
Like, okay, just because you can replay it, I guess like, was the upsetting part. That just seemed really a... There was a lot of recording know. happening this season. Yes. Like, Robin yes. was recording stuff, and everyone was, like, playing things and, back. Yeah, like, this group like, brought receipts in, and, like, actual receipts. Like, yeah. let me play back this receipt. <laughs> Instead of just, like, let me tell you what happened. Um, who do you think won on Instagram Live? Um, I don't know. Who do you think? I, I don't know. Not Instagram Live. I <laughs> um, I think... I think Candace, because I think she took the higher road than Robin did. Maybe not in the club yeah. when she got drunk, but overall, I think she just handled it better. I agree. Yep. Well, that's kind of our Candace layout. I yeah. mean, do you feel insecure about our podcast? <laughs> that's my Candace joke. <laughs> I do. <laughs> All right. Well, we're excited. We're going to dig into a lot more Potomac this season. Yay. Let you meet all the ladies and kind of learn about. That part of our country. Yeah. The cherry blossoms in D.C. and Maryland and Virginia. I love and we've been so confused because they're in like, like all the states. And yeah. I thought it was awesome. It's a beautiful place. <laughs> so we'll, we'll spend some more time with that. Yeah. And remember, oh my God, how do we end Ooh, our Housewives Big the Drama? <laughs> Housewives Big the Drama. Because we didn't film last week and I completely forgot, apparently. Okay. okay. Housewives Bring the Drama. But we bring the receipts. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>